hey, I'm thinking about leaving my nine to five, my first thing is you need to have six months of emergency fund. You cannot just leave. It's like you don't know what's going to happen. And that's my biggest encouragement is make sure you can pay your bills for the next six months if something happens. Welcome to the e-commerce momentum podcast, where we focus on the people, the products, and the process of e-commerce selling today. Here's your host, Stephen Peterson. Hey, it's me. It's Q4. Got to bring up my Amazon seller tribe. Um, this is probably you know one of the last chances you're going to get to join this year. So I'll, I'll run this for a couple of weeks, but. Um, the, the good news is you could still get in, right? They are allowing people in, but at some point they're going to cut it off. So I suggest you join today. Try it with 14 days for free, okay? So you don't like it, you don't get value, drop. Um, however, don't only measure on the value of what you're buying. Measure on the value of the impact it has on your business. And what I love about this group, the Amazon Seller Tribe, is the amazing way they invest into your business. They will help you with all the questions. Go out and check out uh, amazingfreedom.com forward slash momentum dash arbitrage. Look at the testimonials. Those are real people. Reach out to them. Right? You can kind of figure out who they are and go out and figure out uh, and ask them, is it real? Are they really helpful? Will they help my business? And you will be blown away. Again, you get 14 days free if you join through my link only. And they do pay me, so I don't want you to, I don't mislead anybody. Um, but I believe in them. I'm in the groups. You'll see me, and you'll get to talk with me too. So, amazingfreedom.com forward slash momentum hyphen arbitrage. I know it's a lot. Momentum hyphen arbitrage. And you're going to get 14 day free trial on the daily find list. Make a purchase. Get your money back and then say, huh, I can do this again. Wash, rinse, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. Amazingfreedom.com forward slash momentum arbitrage. They are going to close it. Q4 is here. It's going to happen. Get ready. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. This is episode 409, Elizabeth Thompson. Now, I've had Elizabeth on way back, more than two and a half years ago episode 179, and, and she gets back then her story of how she came to that conclusion to jump ship and do her own thing and the encouragement of her husband. So now we are almost three years later. Their business has exploded, um, and it's had challenges, and they dealt with the challenges. And she talks about some of those challenges and, and what triggered that. And those things um, really help I think, uh, give you perspective that, you know, just doing your own thing is not easy, right? Nobody said it was going to be easy, but on the other side of it, it's incredible. And she talks about quite a bit of that. Um, the good enough is a big, a big thing. You know, you do you do things perfect. We don't do things perfect here. So why am I expecting others to do perfect? I shouldn't, I should be doing good enough. And she makes some uh, great case for that and, and what it's done for her personally. I just think it's so healthy. It's such a cool story. Let's get into the podcast. And welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. Very excited to have back a guest two and a half plus years ago. I had the pleasure of speaking with Elizabeth Thompson. Welcome, Elizabeth. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm not doing as well as you, but man, I'm doing okay. <laughs> That's funny. It is funny. Um, you know, I want to start off with this because, uh, you know, kind of the pre stuff that we go back and forth a little bit. I had you on two and a half years ago and you were really, you were killing it. You were crushing it and from the outside. And when, when I talked about coming back on, you said, hey, I feel more confident now. And I would sit back and wonder, 
you know, like, like I said in our pre-call, it seems like you've given yourself permission to accept the fact that you know what you're doing. Is that a weird, the way I said it? No, the way you say it makes a lot of sense. Yes. I, I agree with that. Well, why? What what was it that turned the switch to give you permission? I mean, it, it, it can't be a dollar amount. It can't be. It's got to be something like some switch. What was it? I'd love others to get that switch turned on. Um, well, I think we've been selling since about 2006 on Amazon, uh, full-time since 2011. And um, I think that I finally have just gotten to where I feel very comfortable in where we are. I, I, it still was to where it, it didn't, I didn't feel as successful, I guess, than I, but as, as I do today. Um, I think it has more to do with the fact that we've gotten to where our account is just, it's very comfortable in terms of I'm not having to do as much work um, as I used to because I've been, I've been better at delegating um, my old tasks to other people. Well, so let, I feel let's like stop there a second. What does that mean? All right, so, so you're not doing as much work. Are you doing different work? Because I can't imagine work. you're committed. Different I mean, there's work. no, I know you. Yes. <laughs> you're a, you're yeah. like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, different. I would say, I would say different work. Um, and, um, I'm different work, but I would say be more different work and I'm still working crazy amount of hours. Um, but I think it's different. Also, I think you're going to talk to me more about the fact that my husband has now come onto our business full time. And so it's different because before we had his income to fall back on. Now we've had over a year that it's the two of us full time in the business and we're now realizing that, hey, we can be successful at this with not having any other outside income coming in, if, that's a, if that makes sense. It does. Uh, but I want to go deeper on this This work. Is the work more suited for you? I mean, do you feel like the work that you chose or you're ended up with, maybe that's a better way to say it, the work that you're ended up with that you couldn't delegate or you chose not to delegate, is it more suited for you and that's what makes it not seem like work? I think overall, I feel like overall, it has never really seemed like work. Um, and I think that it's just that, like, I, I, at first I delegated out, like, the prepping and the listing and the, not every all the warehouse tasks. Then I started delegating out the shopping piece of it. Mm -hmm. And now I've gotten to the where I can delegate out some of the admin work. Um, it's, I think every time I start doing something else, it's more I'm trying to learn something for myself, and then I can delegate it out. Until I feel very confident in doing it myself, I don't feel comfortable delegating it out. Okay, so that's it. That that's it. You got the confidence in each task, therefore you're ready to hand it out. You got it to optimal for you, and then mm -hmm. therefore you can show somebody else. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Does does each build on each other? So you know, now you you've gotten rid of a task, and now you've mm -hmm. moved on to a new task. It's not like you've given up stuff, right? You got other yeah. stuff, and so. Is that now make that next one make more sense? I mean, so I always think about this way. It's like when I go and do something and I'm always like, oh, that's why they did it. It's like all of a sudden there's like a clarity. I never understood why we did it that way. Now, boom. Oh, this makes it easier when I do this. Correct. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I mean, and I think whenever when I like, I guess to go back going back to the training piece of it, I mean, I think I always thought about no one can ever do this the way I do it. And so, mm. um. And so it was di very difficult to hand things off. Um, and, and so it's like when I, once I'd started handing off smaller tasks, like the prep or the list, it, I realized, I was like, wait, 
Other people can do it. It might not be the exact way that I would do it, but it's still right. I mean, and so you look back at my account and I think about, okay, well, you could look at it in terms of your account metrics. Have my account metrics changed since uh. I let other people start doing these tasks? No, they haven't. And so that's my biggest concern is, you know, a, susp- a, you know, a possible suspension or, you know, the IP claims or an authentic claims. Has that, you know, have those changed? No. So I guess they are doing a good enough job to where I can delegate these tasks. So good enough, I was thinking exact same thing. So good enough is good enough. It doesn't yeah. have to be perfect, right? It was that the Correct. enemy of great is good, right? Correct. Or the enemy yes. of good is great or something like that, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, does it help, and I'm, I'm, you're going to be like, duh, of course, Steve. Does it help that you've surrounded yourself and your relationships have gotten stronger with other similar types of sellers? Therefore, you get the best of, you know, any challenge that you're in? Absolutely. I I could not be where I am without the different Amazon sellers that I that I know. Um, it's crazy that you can have this camaraderie with people all over the United States who do the exact same thing that you do, but they're not like in the cubicle next door to you like I was when I had a career um, in like a nine to five job. And these are my these are the people who I would consider to be my you know, my cube, my cube mates that are all over the country. But you and, never had that level of relationship with your cube mates, did you? To be honest. No, not never. at all. Never, never. And that, 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 that's a really good point. I never really thought of it that way. But um, yeah, I've got a couple different mastermind groups that I'm in and just um, definite, very deep relationships in terms of just being able to help me. Like if I, if I have questions, you know, usually I, we just grab, get, get on PM or I can call them on the phone and just hash out whatever the issue is at the time, or if I need a contact, or if I need help figuring something out. I have so many people I can go to that I know would like, you know, drop what they're doing to help me out. You know, thinking about let let's go a little bit back on that cubicle thing. It's it's fake relationships. There's no depth to it. Oh, what'd you do this weekend, Elizabeth? Oh, you took the kids there. Oh, well, let me tell you about my day. Let me tell you this. <laughs> right. That's that's the way it is. Yeah. That's real. You yes. wouldn't go on vacation yeah. with those people, would you? You wouldn't go hang out in Orlando Mm-mm. at a conference and no. spend four or five days of your life and put together Mm-mm. a bunch of effort to do a conference with them, would you? No, no. And I'd be like, yeah, and I, yeah, exactly. And I look so forward to that conference every year. <laughs> like I used to count down to, you know, to get conference to see is sold out, everybody. Times. So uh, <laughs> you can get on the Sorry. list for the following year. It sells out in 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. So I want to go back to this, though. That level of relationship and the lack of that level of relationship, are there any regrets in any possible way? Anything that you miss from your old uh, career? Because you had a good executive career. I mean, anything that that's, that, because there's a whole bunch, here's my point, is a whole bunch of people that are sitting there saying, and you see it all the time, hey, mm-hmm. should I leave my job, Elizabeth? You know, I'm afraid I've got all these friends, I've got this, relate. you know, what am I going to do? Uh, that kind of thing. Or you're on the oh. other side of it. Yeah, when I originally left, my husband said to me, he's like, well, he's like, you're employable. He was like, you you, you can get another job. This, is, this doesn't work. He's like, you know, let's try it, see how it goes. And he also had a, you know, a career at the time, so we could fall back on that. And so at the time, it was very scary. But no, now looking back on it, I am 
wish I had not waited so long. (laughs) And so um, I've said this before, and it might have even been on my last interview, and I've talked to other people about it, but um, Harvey Specter, you asked him a question about this in one of his interviews with you, and he said, said, I would rather work 8 to midnight for myself than 9 to 5 for someone else, something like that. And I always think about that. Same thing. I would rather work for myself and work more hours than work nine to five for someone else. What what so. specifically is it that does that for you? What is the thing? Because I think each of us have their own, you know, uh, it could be freedom, it could be money, it could be, you know, a sick child at home that you don't have to mm-hmm. call in sick. I mean, it, or, you know, people looking at you leaving early. Elizabeth, you're, you're scheduled till four, but yeah. you should stay till six, right? It's all of that. I mean, it's, I <laughs> oh, can't wow. even pin, pin it. I mean, it's, it's the, I mean, obviously money. I mean, that's nice. Um, it's the fact that it's mine. I grew this from our money. No one ever gave us any money to, to start our business. We started selling on eBay, you know, five to 10 items a week. And now we're, you know, at the level we are on Amazon. Well I mean, over seven it, figures. Do, yes. Do you think, and, and this is a, this is not, because you don't have, I don't ever come across your ego. I've never seen your ego. Do you think you would have been successful in any other business? Now, I mean, I'm not, well, maybe that's a dumb way to ask it. Meaning that, could you have started, could you have seen yourself starting another type of business? You know, the candle shops or the no. car repair or the, you know, maker stuff. No, not at all. I mean, I went to I went to my college degrees and is in business administration. So, I never ever ever thought that I was going to be an entrepreneur. I mean, I thought I would just go go work a nine to five, and I, I didn't really have a plan in terms of ever owning my own business. Never was on my radar. Um, I would, yeah, I, it was never on my radar at all. I just this just happened. And the thing is that Amazon didn't exist when I was mm. in college. Mm. So, I, I think what was it. I want to say 1996 that it started. Somewhere there, yeah. Right. But I mean, but I graduated from college in 1998. I'm going ahead and showing my age there. So it really wasn't even on the radar at all that it was even a possibility to do FBA at that time. So you were going to work a career, work for 30 years, get a pension, you and your husband. Do you Mm -hmm. think about how many, all right, so you've been full-time for how long now? 2011, so eight years. Eight years. You've yeah. taken more vacation in those eight years. Some would call it vacation, but more travel in those eight years probably than your whole career. Is that fair? Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Yeah, because any of the travel I did was for my you know, corporate career, which wasn't fun. Right, you weren't able um, to spend it with family. You're sitting in mm-hmm. airports, all that kind of jazz. Yeah, and that's a good point because like we can, we have family in South Florida, and so we can, we make our vacations now longer we'll go for 10 to 14 days whereas you could never i could never have done that in a corporate career and we'll we'll work as we are on vacation so we do work vacations so our kids are completely used to it that's their life they understand what it is they understand they and Mm -hmm. and i'm sure they love it i mean let's face it it, there is something nice about staying in a hotel or an airbnb and or a resort more more probably or just spending time with family let's talk about your husband coming in i mean obviously uh you've been in it eight plus years and he has Mm -hmm. it full time Correct, correct. And so how is that transition or how would you recommend for others to make a similar transition? Because I, I see that question a lot too. Okay, so um, he actually had the opportunity to, 
take a severance package with, the, with, the, with yeah with the company we were he was with we were actually with the same company um, that, I, that I left 2011 um, he to stay longer and so he was at, had the opportunity to have a severance package and so we decided hey let's do this we'll put it as an emergency fund um, you know, the, all the severance and then that way we have something to fall back on if this doesn't work again because that was always the the thing is that you know we had that to fall back on and so but we got to the point where I think we can do this and we can, you know, it was, it was just an opportunity where it wasn't as scary because we did have that to fall back on. But there's still trade-offs. Correct. Yeah, there's still trade-offs. Um, and so, yeah, so we, so I'm going to get into something else that I, you might not be aware of, but um, right around the time he left in July, he's left his, his position in July of 2018. Okay. Right at that time, we decided, right about, May or so of that year, we decided that we needed to come up with a handbook in our in our in our um, in our business because we are at the point where we had about eight part-time and full-time employees, and we had no kind of documentation as to any policies or any procedures within our company. And so, right around that time, we told everyone at our at our company that we were going to be coming out with this handbook. So they knew it was coming. Well, when we presented them with a the handbook that was, you know, it had been, you know, verified by a you know, Kentucky lawyer and everything like that to make sure that it was accurate and everything, everyone refused to sign it and Ooh. they all quit. <laughs> right. Well, what was their reasoning? What was it? Because wait, this this was a free place. I got to come and come and go as I please. I could do kind yeah. of my own thing. And now you wait, you're you're creating like you're gonna hold me accountable? Is that what it was? Yeah. It was that, and it was that my, my warehouse manager had been with us for about five years at that time, and she was like, wait, I've already been a, you know, I've been working for you for five years. I don't feel like I need to sign anything to, you know, she just did, didn't feel like it was appropriate for her to now all of a sudden have to agree to all these different policies, and there was nothing that was, I've had, I have many people look at it outside of my employees to make sure that I was like, you know, is this is this over the top? And I mean, no one thought it was. Um, I think it was just the fact that, you know, I've done this for you for five years and all of a sudden you want me to sign something. So it is, it's kind of, it was a sticky situation because yeah, she had worked for me for that long, but I still needed an agreement in terms of a non-compete, um, a non-disclosure, mm. non-solicitation, those kind of things, you know, in, 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 in terms of, I couldn't ask future employees to come in without asking the current ones. Right. That's not fair. Sign it. Sure. So, that's fair. So anyway, so basically my husband just went right into that role of warehouse manager. No and so it, it was perfect. And so, um, and since then I've had not a single new person who has refused to sign our, our handbook. So it was just the whole thing. We had to start fresh. So we basically completely started fresh, um, when he, when he went right into that role of warehouse manager. So hindsight 2020, we should have had an employee handbook before, before we hired employee number one. Fair. Yeah, but it's that's so difficult to do yeah. in our in our in our in our role in our role because you don't think about the future. All you think about is I need someone to come in and start prepping, and then it turns into a listing, and then it turns into shopping, and then it turns in I'm going to send you to a trade show, and and then you need to realize you need travel policies, and then you realize oh wait hold on you're asking for sick time wait you're working you know it 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 just it it it, it what's the word um snowballs into a wait I have a business and you realize 
then you look back on you're like I need policies for this business because I'm starting to get taken advantage of in certain aspects or um, you know you need meal policies for when they travel or you need policies on that they, they start coming to you and saying hey I need to get reimbursed for my mileage or hey what happens when we what happens when I travel to do sourcing for you um, and then then I start thinking about and talking to you know, an HR lawyer, and they're like, wait, you also need to have, think about the fact that you need a non-compete and a non-solicitation. And I, I, and I get these things from other Amazon, big Amazon sellers that say, hey, do you have these policies in place? And I realize, wait, no, we don't. And so we had to take, you know, that step in the business and those growing pains. And It's a very adult. Know. Oh, man, <laughs> that's a lot of heavy stuff, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Well, and, and, and it just, and I, that's something I've told other people when they're starting their business now. I mean, learn from me, realize you need these things up front. And, and you, know, you don't you don't think about, in 2011, I didn't think about 2018 because I didn't mm. have a clue that we would have the type of growth we have had. That's incredible. So when you yeah. talk to other sellers who said, hey, do you have this? They're speaking from their experiences where they didn't, apparently, right, probably, mm-hmm. um, and they got burned. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, and so that's what, that's what the connections come from having the different friends that I've met through different Amazon conferences in terms of, you know, having to be able to roll some of these different policies off of them to say, hey, you know, what am I forgetting? Or is this, or, you know, on your non-solicitation, did you make it five years or did you make it one year? Um, Or the non-compete, same thing, you know, like, you know, what, how, how stringent should I be on some of these policies? And, you know, am I being too strict or... So it was good to be able to, you know, talk through that big growth spurt for us, or, or big growing pains for us in, in back in last summer. Did it change your business going, you know, becoming this formal and this, you know, I mean, you hate to say eh, not corporate-like, but I mean, you have to have some formalities because, you know, there are rules and, and for mm-hmm. both sides, to be fair to them. So you're treating them fairly too, consistently. Did it change the environment of the business now, looking back? i say, yeah, it did, but because we we started basically with a brand new crew. So we had to start, you know, start over with brand new people. So we were able to have a more business-like mm. environment from the beginning. Oh, that's helpful. Rather than changing it for the people who currently had been there. It is hard to break uh, bad habits. Uh, mm-hmm. we got a couple of those. Um, I understand that. All right. So you and your husband both work in the business, identifying roles. Now you had said mm-hmm. that you've been able to give up certain things. Um, I'm assuming some of those things you're thrilled to death to get rid of. <laughs> um, how do you work on identifying roles? Because usually in marriage and in life, opposites attract. So I assume he has some skill sets you don't. So that's cool, mm-hmm. right? Maybe they fill yeah. in. But and being a kind of a control freak too. How do you give up some of that? And then how do the roles, how do you level out those roles? Maybe that's a better way to say it. Yeah. My, well, my husband used to be a warehouse manager in his previous life. Ah, um, so that helps. <laughs> he, yeah. And so, um, so he, when we very first got married, uh, he was working actually for FedEx and he was a warehouse manager for one of their, their shifts. Um, and so he kind of understood a little bit about that environment. Um, and so, and I don't like HR issues. I just don't, I'm not good at it. I'm just, I shy away from it. I, I know, like you said, I'm at, uh, I, you would think that with my personality, I would be fine with that kind of thing, I would think, but I'm not, I don't mm. like it. <laughs> and so I kind of, I've let him handle all the HR 
and basically he's taking all the HR, all the people stuff, uh, all the hiring, um, and then running the warehouse. And so, so he, that, that's basically his role. My role is all the admin stuff. So I do all the behind the scenes, um, um, all the all the behind the scenes stuff, all the, for maintaining the account. I do the payroll. I pay the bills. Um, I make sure that, yeah, I mean, I make sure like everything's running well for the account. Um, and then to take that a step further, I have started um, now where I'm not doing very much admin work at all because I, within the last two months, I've hired an admin who is um, doing basically all the running of the account behind the scenes. And so my role now is more of the payroll and the um, paying the bills. That's something I don't think I could get. I want, I want to give up at this point is payroll and paying the bills. I want, I want to be in charge of that and knowing where we are. That gives you the pulse, right? That keeps you on yeah. the pulse, right? You don't have to worry exactly. about not somebody not sharing. A lot of times they don't want to share bad information. You know, it's like, oh, I don't want to disappoint Elizabeth, you know, but mm-hmm. to be fair, you'd rather know it. And then you could sit there. Um, yeah. The admin you hired full-time or part-time? Full-time. Full-time. Mm-hmm. What, what is that? What? Because I think that looking back at your business, is that a role that you should have filled sooner? You know? Absolutely. <laughs> really? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, because it was, it was drowning me. I mean, I was drowning in admin work. What? Drowning um, meaning that like sometimes you're like, is this worth it? You know, maybe I should go work work for somebody. Oh, is it that bad at some no. point? No. Okay. Wasn't no, that bad? I was at the point where there's no way. I'm still at the point where right now there's no way I would want to go back to work ever. I, I would do everything okay. I can. Okay. So you're unemployable. <laughs> I'm unemployable. Yes. At this point, I am unemployable. And I'm trying to work really hard to make sure that I can be unemployable in terms of our our you know finances, personally, and that kind of stuff. I'm going to try to make sure that. Even if something happens, I'm still unemployable just because we don't have to. So that role was a key role for you. You see that as the key. Do you think, I mean, when you look at where you're going, and I know it's upward, do you think that that position is allowing you to really gain, like, I mean, serious gains? Because I think most people would see that as a big expense. They'd sit there and say, ah, Elizabeth, just suck it up. Two more hours a night, five days a week, not too bad, right? But realistically... If it was only two hours, yeah, I mean, right. It's, <laughs> I mean, it is. You know, I, um, I think that I, I'm in the point in our business where growth is okay. It's not necessary. Oh, okay. Um, and so of course, I mean, we have continued to grow. Are really not very purposefully. It just happened, and so it just keeps happening. And I'm not saying that in a nonchalant way. It's just that that's not my focus. I'm not. I'm not. That's not my goal. Our goal is honestly to pay off our house. Okay. And so that's our, you know, I don't know what the next goal is after that. But that's that's goal. That's our personal and financial goal at this point in time. Driving so, you there. Yeah, that's driving my, that's driving my everything right now. And so, um, so, I don't know what I was going to Well, I was going to ask you why, why, I wrote this note, why, why is growth happening? I mean, it just doesn't magically happening. Is it mm-hmm. because of all the processes, all the people, all the, yeah. all the work that was done, you know, over the last 11 years, you know, every month when you're like, okay, I got this done. I got this, this process documented and organized and fine-tuned. You know what I mean? What, what would you really, if you look back and say what it is, um, and again, I, I, I've never gotten an ego, uh, 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 vibe from you. So what would you say it is, honestly? 
I would say, well, definitely people and processes. It, it was definitely have. It has to do with being able to delegate those tasks because you cannot. If it, 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 once you get into even I would say over five hundred thousand dollars in sales, I don't think you can you can do this anymore on your own. You have to have help to grow, and so my growth started happening when I hired. So, so good that, enough again, though. Though that's it, right? You're mm -hmm. you're accepting good enough. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I think, think that, that that's critical. That's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. And 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 then on the, on the admin piece, I you know my my friends that um, that we have in common, like they were always kind of after me. Why are you doing this still? Why are you doing mm -hmm. this still? And it was just the nudging from them. And honestly, it it was I didn't think anyone could do it the way I wanted it to be done. And it something happened to fall in my lap. Another, it was again a relationship. Here we go. It was uh, with a friend, another friend who I met down actually at the Coughlins in San Antonio, mm -hmm. and he came to me and he said, "Hey, um, I have this admin. She's already trained, but I don't really need her anymore. Are you interested?" And I was like, uh, "She's already trained, <laughs> absolutely." 100%. <laughs> and so that was how it happened. And she was, she she just is at the point where she's a extremely intelligent and all I have to do is I have to send her one video and she might ask two questions and she's on autopilot. So she actually probably might even do it better than me. <laughs> so it's you know, that's actually kind of hard to think about the fact that someone can do it as as confidently and capable as you are doing it. That hurts a little bit. But to be <laughs> fair, no, to be fair, you had a few distractions, right? When when your focus is just that you should be able to do it at your best. But when you're focused on 28, you know, so I'm giving you permission to beat yourself up a little bit. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you earned it. You earned that. Um, do you, you didn't ask for help. It came to you. Correct. You feel led there? Do you feel like all the stuff that you've been going, all the giving that you've done for other people has brought you to that somebody actually could give to you? Is that weird? Yeah, I would agree with that because like it is, it's about the relationships. And if I hadn't met this person would they have come? Would they have gone to another seller to say, "Hey, I have a fully trained VA. Or VA, are you interested?" Um, same with some of my shoppers. Now I have some shoppers who are out of state. Again, met them through the Amazon connections. They are they shop for us and ship to our warehouse here in Kentucky. So it's 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 all right now. I think I feel like our business is definitely about all the relationships we've made and. Started basically in conferences and then in Facebook groups. And, and so you're not going out getting more training. You're not doing this. You're going to, I always say, the best part of conferences is the networking part. That's mm -hmm. what you attribute the the success is getting out there and actually meeting with somebody and really spending time with them and then getting to know them and then maybe taking down that that cute buddy to the next level relationship. Mm -hmm. Hmm, yeah, definitely. there's a lesson. There's your pro tip right there, people. Right there, a good example. <laughs> um, however, you don't go to these conferences and not put yourself out. How much do you get paid to put on this big conference you and Kelly run? Nothing. 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 Right. But it's a <laughs> lot of work. But it's become your passion. I mean, there's mm -hmm. no doubt. Right. Yeah, it definitely is one of my passions for sure. Um, and it, it's kind of crazy how it happened. I mean, if you only get into how it happened or not. But, oh yeah, please. Um, so Kelly Loach and I, we have Love had Kelly. been to several conferences, um, uh, Scan Power conferences, some of the um, other conferences, and we would just always end up in the lobby. 
and talking to people. Talking lobby to people lurkers, as lobby you were known. Lurkers. Lobby lurkers. Yeah, lobby lurkers. And we would just, we would actually went to several conferences, not as, a, we didn't even pay to pay to attend. We went just to sit in the lobby. And so, um, so, so we just, one day we were just standing there like, we should just do a conference that has absolutely no agenda and just see who comes and like, see who comes and just to network. The only sole focus is just networking. So we did that, I guess this will be our fourth conference coming up. So, um, yeah, I think it's fourth. Yeah, it's fourth. And so, yeah, okay. So four years ago, we had about 60-ish people come to the very first one. And we had, the only thing we had, what schedule was, hey, show up at this hotel and we have a block of rooms. That's all we did. And, um, and uh, Kara, uh, she was there and losing her last name for a second, but um, she went in, out on her own and she went ahead and just rented a, a cabana at the pool and said, hey, people, I've got a cabana at the pool. Come down and hang out at the pool. And everyone shows up and we're like, okay, let's do this next year. And so the next year we rented all the cabanas. And we, so we, that's what we were doing with the funds that we were raising from the fee that we were charging to come this to the conference. enormous fee. Yeah, the twenty-five dollar fee at that time, <laughs> and so um, so we that's that that's that's how it happened, and we just so every year now we just we go and we just say hey we have all the cabanas rented that's where the hangout slot is during the day we're gonna go if you wanna go to dinner and everyone basically can schedule their own dinners on their own they can go off to their own networking events if your mastermind group comes you guys can go have lunch together or there's nothing planned basically it's the, just hey and, come and hang out talking some phone. of the best speakers never attend because yes. <laughs> they can't talk. <laughs> right? That's true. It's, it's fair. It's, yeah. It's very true. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't want to miss Eddie Levine. Eddie Levine's part of your circle there too. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Eddie is He awesome. is the king at uh, travel. And, uh, he is our me. hotel. He is our hotel planner. He is he the one is. who does all the planning and getting the hotel and the block together. So yes, he's He's awesome. a master at it. Mm -hmm. um, I think again, you know, to sit back and, and, and summarize this. Okay. So uh, putting the effort in to a attend a conference, not only just attend it and meet others uh, mm -hmm. now um, and not not go listen to people yap. Um, there's value in there, but generally, you know, you have a business. You already know what you're doing. Now you're trying to fine tune it, right? They're, you're working on your business, as the email says, right? Mm -hmm. You're working on it, and you can jump ahead because every problem you've ever run into, Elizabeth, somebody else has already seen. And they've dealt with 100%. it. And some dealt yep. with it successfully and some didn't. So you get the good and the bad and then you can kind of fine tune it to your own. But mm -hmm. here's the key. You put in the effort by attending or organizing in your case, taking it to extreme. Um, and you take time away to do it. Um, how, how is that when you take that? Because I mean, I know you have a lot of work for it. But the physical getting away from your business for those couple days. Um, how does that work for your business? Is that good? Helpful? I don't really do that. <laughs> because you're um, doing the work when you're there. Yeah. Okay. And so it's like I said, like it's, it's, I think that's our, it's a hard part of, I haven't gotten to that point where someone else could do everything I do if, I mean, they could, but like if something would it happened be good to me, enough? Yeah. Would it yeah. be good enough? That's a, that's a reality. Well, yeah. And it's just that, you know, so if we are gone for 10 to 14 days on vacation, I still have to run payroll at some point in time. Right. I sure. still need to pay the credit cards. Um, I still need to check my Amazon account daily to make sure that I don't have any crazy red flags. And so there are certain, there definitely are, I'm definitely on vacation, but I tell, you know, our family knows, hey, 
mom's going to work for two hours this morning and then she's free the rest of the day. You know, and so it's, or, you know, we're going to, mom's going to work today, dad's going to take you all to the pool on the beach or feel like when one day when we just went on vacation, he took all the kids fishing for six hours on a six hour boat charter. So I was able to stay home, catch up on the work. I sat out on our deck of our balcony of our condo, just, you know, listen to the beach while I worked. Um, So, you know, it's just, it's, it's a different lifestyle. So yes, I'm still, I'm on vacation, but I couldn't, do this like in a corporate type of job. I couldn't. You wouldn't, you, even though you give up the responsibility, right? You go, hey, I'm on vacation for the next week, right? You mm-hmm. you never do. The work before or the week work after piles up and you still come yeah. back and you have the pressures. They almost immediately bubble back up. But what mm-hmm. you're describing, the the work that you, you have to keep the responsibility for, you're able to manage. I think that's very healthy. I mean, Correct. when when you look at your, your physical health, which is a big piece of mental health, mm-hmm. do you feel better? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, yeah. I, we'll talk I do. about it for a second because I, I just think it's another thing. You know, I'm not trying to convince anybody to quit their job. I'm just trying mm-hmm. them to quit if their job stinks. You know, if, they, if, yeah. if their life stinks and this is affecting their marriage or, you know, their health, gaining weight, all the t- negative things that come with awful stress, there are other ways. It's funny. I look back at your last interview, two and a half years, you wanted to do it on your terms. That was mm-hmm. the way we talked about it. It was, these are my terms, Steve. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, hmm. Yeah, I think when I, if I was encouraging anyone, and which I have, because we, you know, I also, you know, we run our consulting group also, Brian Freifelder and I, along with the Coughlins. And so whenever anyone talks about, hey, I'm thinking about leaving my nine to five, my first thing is, you need to have six months of emergency fund. You cannot just leave. It's like you don't know what's going to happen. And that's my biggest encouragement is make sure you can pay your bills for the next six months if something happens. And then I do also use the whole, um, you know, the encouragement that my husband gave me of you're employable. You know, you have a college degree. You have something to fall back on. Um, So if it doesn't work out, then you can you know, you can get back in the workforce and, you know, it's not the end of the world for you to, to try this. Um, well, because it might not be right. I mean, you've yeah. met, you met some people that this just isn't there. They're not cut for it. Fair. Yeah. So, well, yeah, for sure. It happens. It happens every single day where people try it and it doesn't, it doesn't work out for them. I, I, I don't know if I can put a, I think some some people think it's like a magic, like a mat, like it's a magic potion that they're gonna. Oh, I'm gonna become a multi-million dollar seller on Amazon tomorrow, and I've you know had ten sales in the last month, and that just that's not going to happen. Um, and so, you you have to realize that you have to start slowly somewhere, and just I think it's taking this the baby steps slowly in growth versus. You know, I'm going to go out and eat. I I know there's some people out there who have been successful and all of a sudden they're multi-million dollar sellers within a year or six months. I just, I don't, to me, I don't feel like that's very healthy because I don't feel like you can learn the business as well as you should. Other outliers, Here's the other thing, you know, but you're not an entrepreneur unless you roll it all on seven, Elizabeth, right? I mean, is that, Mm -hmm. is that, is that one of the reasons maybe you weren't so secure last time? Because you weren't one of those people that rolled it all on seven, ready to bet everything. You you had an emergency fund. You had a B plan. Yeah. Um, huh. Maybe I, I I've never been that way. I always have had that. I want a I need a security blanket, and I still a feel plan. like I need that. Yeah, I need a plan. Um, 
I still am like that, even like in my mastermind group, I'm probably the one who is always like, no, don't do that. <laughs> um, you know, like think about the, you know, the other, you know, what, what could happen and think some people still like, oh no, I'm not going to think about what could happen. I want to think about what I'm going to, you know, what's going to happen. Um, you know, like what they, they are assuming is going to happen with whatever the decision is going to be. My first thought is, but what if it doesn't happen that way? You know, what are you going to do? Hmm. So. so having that B plan, having having a long time with your husband working to help build that. I mean, do you credit your success, uh, some of it, to him? Oh yeah, for sure. For that's sure. pretty He's cool. Been my biggest cheerleader. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty yeah. cool. I mean, that's uh, you know, you're not sitting there saying it's just me. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I think about, well, I, let's talk about you and, and Perry and Brian, because very strong sellers. Brian, amazing story, but very, very super strong. And then Perry and Kim with their lean FBA kind of focus, mm -hmm. right? They are probably the most efficient operator. Every step, you know, you can't take a step without it being documented and organized, right? Mm -hmm. That, those type, because Brian's pretty reserved, but he's, he's, he's focused too. They added discipline to your business? Um, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Brian is definitely my person I go to pretty much, you know, my first person I go to for anything if I'm having an issue. Um, and then, you know, and, and Kim and Perry for sure. They, they, we, we've been down, I've been down to their operation down in San Antonio twice. And, you know, there's many things that we came back and implemented. Many things, not just many. one. I mean, think yeah. about it. You, you've been in business for eight years and you're going and finding things to implement still yeah yeah definitely hmm. still um so um yeah like i mean like just little little things that we never really thought of that hey this will really help our business and that, that we went back to our um that we went back and implemented in our in our own warehouse um you know things like uh, you know how, how we process our inventory you know the order in which it comes into the warehouse and all the way out um how we reorder our supplies Spaghetti so, maps, as Brian calls them, right? Yeah, yes. I mean, it really oh. is. I mean, my guys, we came back and we immediately stopped helping UPS carry boxes to their truck. He's like, stop. Like, I mean, it was weird. It's uncomfortable sometimes, but then they got other stuff to do, right? I mean, silly things like that. Um, very helpful. Yep. So you and Brian and Perry, you still have groups, right, where you focus on, you have what, three groups or two groups? Um, we actually used to have two. We had two that focus on specific stores, okay. um, and so. But then we switched it, and we realized that why are we, why are we doing two different groups? So we, sometime last year, um, we 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 merged the two groups into one. Okay. So so it's just basically focus on retail arbitrage. Um, so we just we make our main focus stores that we that we shop or that we talk about are going to be Ross, Burlington, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and um, Tuesday morning, Ollie's, Gabe's, those kind of stores. Those are the ones that I, off the top of my head, that I can think of. But we don't just do leads. We post leads six days a week, um, uh, at least eight to ten days, eight to ten leads a day. Um, but we're not just focusing on that. We do anything related to Amazon. We talk about in our group. We talk about the IP complaints. We talk about you know how to order supplies. We talk about the lean FBA management. We talk about. Um, any, I mean, anything anyone wants to bring up, we'll discuss it. So, yeah. And when you, one thing about your group that's very unusual um, is that it's geographic. 
Yes. Meaning that Thank one you person, that well, yes. I just think it's important for understand yeah. is that yeah. only one person can cover that in your market. We, we are not allowed to be in your group because <laughs> somebody else has I it. Didn't, yeah, I didn't know you try. Well, you should try, try again. I can check it out. But, oh, you have to um, check it out and you have to strong arm Brian because he's, he's a little too tough for me. I can't take him. Yeah, but we, uh, yep. uh, we aren't allowed because, you know, to be fair. And you know what? I respect it because that's the way it should be. Stand by your yeah. word. You said you were going to do this and you're doing it. To me, that's, that's fair. How to that's how we started seller. our that's how we started our group thing, um, four years ago. And yeah, so uh, we let one person for every 10 stores within a 25 mile radius. So if there happens to be 20 stores in that 25 mile radius, we'll let two people come okay, in the group. And that's fair. Yeah. Ooh, you have to check yeah. me out. All right. Yeah. So somebody's interested in finding out about that group because I, honestly, the people that I know that are in it never leave. That says <laughs> something. Correct. I mean, seriously, years ago, I mean, I I'm, yeah. I know a lot of people. They never left. That says yeah, something. Yeah, we have a lot of people who've been in the group since the very beginning who've never left. Old. Them. We're getting the old. website is uh, it's r r a secrets dot com. So they can go there and fill out a little form that will tell us their zip code, and then we can check it out and get get back to them as to whether or not we have the room to add them to the group. Well, it's Q4. This is the best opportunity to add that back into your business. Um, mm -hmm. We've added some of that back in our business as uh, we've gotten some young guys that come and work for us who are so hungry. They want it. They don't. They still have that passion for it. And mm -hmm. so it's like, all right, guys, go ahead. You want to do it? Um, I have no problem with it. Let's do it. Um, yep. So RASecrets.com. And again, find out if your area might be available. Um, yep. And I think it, I think it's worthwhile. And again, you're not just going to learn how what to buy. You've got to learn why to buy. Why it. you have to why. know why. That's and, a big, big piece of it. And what why. to do with it when you buy it, because there are mm -hmm. actually some ex additional exactly. steps. Yep. Um, that's that's the well, they are secrets, <laughs> but that's yep. the key. So, yep. all right. Re yeah, retail arbitrage is not dead, as a lot of people like to still say. Well. <laughs> I am blown away. I'm, uh, somebody said, I got to have her back. I got to, you know, I'm so proud of you with Thank what you're you. doing. And I'm proud of what your husband, um, I mean, it, that's got to be the coolest part for your family because now it's everybody's on board um, mm -hmm. and you're all rowing the same way. You got a goal. You're paying off the house mm -hmm. and everybody's working towards it. To me, yep. even the kids must feel it when they're traveling. They know, hey, this is what it takes for us to pay off our house. Look at where we're going to go when we're mm -hmm. done. So yep. very, very cool. All right. Yep. If somebody has more questions, can they get you just at RA Secrets or is there a better way? Um, they can um, PM me on Facebook okay. or um, I'll put the link. Yes. Yeah. On the, on the RA Secrets website. Yep. All right. Last question I always ask, asked you mm -hmm. last time, people get stuck. You still get people that are stuck. What's mm -hmm. the best, simplest advice you can give somebody? Oh, I would say just to slow down and, and reevaluate where you are. What are your goals? Like, what are your goals, especially just for Q4? Um, you know, what... I, I go back to the whole the Dave Ramsey thing, you know, what's one bill you want to pay off by doing what you're doing on Amazon? Um, is there a reason why you want to be here because you want to be able to go on your kids' field trips without having to ask permission to be off from your boss? Um, there's just, you have to think about what are your, what are your goals? What what do you, what do you, well, what's the reason why you want to sell on Amazon? I think, and you just have to reevaluate how you're going to get there. And I think that's, I think it's solid advice. There are trade-offs yeah. in anything you do. Go take a yes. nighttime job, loan in boxes 100%. for UPS. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's not a trade-off there? That's an option. Or yeah. you could start your own thing and learn and learn and learn and then master it. I love it. One more thing um, that I just thought about is, you know, is find a seller like me or find a seller like that is a big seller and say, hey, how can I learn from you? Can I work for you? Um, to, so I can learn the business better. So that's another option is that we've had some people who have actually come to work for us, you know, and then they paid their dues. Yep. 
and then they can move on to their own businesses. Love it. Yep. Thank you so much. I You're wish you welcome. nothing but success. Take care. Thank you so much. What a great lady. I think about what she said about the conference, the unconference. Um, it's sold out now, but there are other conferences. Just going and meeting other people in the lobby um, and, and getting the best part of any other conference because that's really where the work is done. Go to Vegas to ASD. You can walk the floor. You're going to walk a million miles or go hang out and go to some of the uh, parties. Go meet Robin Johnson or Eddie Levine um, at the IMA thing. want to blow your mind. You're going to meet some amazing sellers, right? Go meet um, uh, Liron Hirschkorn, uh, who speaks at that event every year. And you're going to spend time and you're going to be like, whoa, where does this knowledge come from? Well, it comes from him investing in, into learning in that. And so these are the kind of things you can do. And again, I can't... Um, tell you enough. Uh, local, start local if you have to. Um, there are local meetups. Uh, go to an eBay meetup, even though you're an Amazon seller, or if you're an Amazon seller, or if you're an eBay seller, you know what I mean. You're an Amazon seller, you can go to an eBay meetup. You're an eBay seller, go to an Amazon meetup. You're going to find people that have the same challenges you do, and you're going to be able to get answers um, and give answers. And then all of a sudden, you get a little stronger, and they get a little stronger. And then those relationships deepen, uh, real meaningful relationships, um, better than a cube buddy. I love that. What Elizabeth talked about cube buddies. That's so true. It's superficial. Now, go deeper, and um, you're going you're gonna to enjoy your life a lot more. EcommerceMomentum.com, EcommerceMomentum.com. Take care. Thanks for listening to the E-Commerce Momentum Podcast. All the links mentioned today can be found at EcommerceMomentum.com under this episode number. Please remember to subscribe and like us on iTunes.